Welcome to Ignition Point, the show that's here to help you take the leap, conquer your week, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to amplify your mindset with a fresh perspective and spark your momentum, you're in the right place. Hey, what's going on? I'm Stephen Miller. Thanks for joining me for another Ignition Point, the show where we feature a reimagined motivational address or an exclusive guest keynote and share a rundown of three ways you can elevate your potential and feel empowered all week long. Looking back on last week's episode, I hope you took a minute to reflect on the way you open yourself up and put yourself out there. When I put what we talked about into practice, I felt way more present collaborating in my meetings. If what we discussed helped you to get your weekly win, I'd love to hear about it. You can reach me directly by sending an email to Stephen at decisiveleap.com. I spent a lot of my early life playing baseball, and my dad, who coached me, used a lot of baseball analogies. One of my favorites had to do with making conscious choices. He'd tell me that whenever you're brought to a turning point or a big decision, it's just like walking up to home plate with your bat in hand to face the pitcher. If you're not a baseball fan, this is called a plate appearance or an at-bat. In life, you get lots of plate appearances. But how many times are you going to decide to swing the bat? If you never swing, your opportunities will just pass you by pitch by pitch. But when you believe in your ability and swing the bat, you've got a shot to make solid contact with your opportunities. Life is all about at-bats. And the work you put in determines how many times you strike out, get on base, or hit home runs. Whenever I get an at-bat these days, I call my shot just like Babe Ruth. I point my bat toward the outfield fence because I'm hitting that ball out. By the end of this week, I want you to be calling your shot. So on today's episode, we're locking in to determine if what you're doing is really what you love to do. Let's get after it. One of the greatest mistakes you can make is thinking that life happens to you, that you're just part of another prophecy that you should just keep calm and carry on, come what may. Well, spoilers ahead. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. I used to believe that who I was ended at the edge of my skin, that I had been given this vehicle called a body from which to experience life. And while I couldn't have asked for a sportier model, it was a loner that I'd have to return. But I later learned that everything outside the vehicle was a part of me too, so now I drive a convertible. The world is starving for new leadership and new ideas. And look at you. You've got both of these things in spades. Sure, it's rough out there sometimes, but that's okay. Because out there, they've got soft serve ice cream with sprinkles. Don't let fear, uncertainty, or doubt take you out of the driver's seat. As far as we know, you only get to live this life one time. So never leave your dream on the table just because you're worried about what others will say or think. That dream could change your life. Fear is going to be a factor in your life, but you get to decide how much. You can spend your whole life worrying about your future, but all there will ever be is what's happening here and now. Sometimes, what you dream of doing seems impossibly out of reach. It's in this moment where you create a unique type of fear. It quickly becomes a nightmare that looms over you, convincing you to never dare reach for your dream. This is why so many people choose a practical path through life. They choose it because they fear the risk of the dream and they don't believe in themselves. 
One example of a practical path through life is choosing to get a safe job. Perhaps you've chosen to be an assistant, maybe a bank teller, or even a courier. But if you really think about it, your conservative choice can be upended just as quickly as any other. Suddenly, you're thrown into a state of chaos and must do whatever you can to survive. The lesson is that if you can fail at what you don't want to do, you might as well take a chance doing what you love. So what is your love? That's what you have to figure out. Give yourself the permission to do what you want to do the way you want to do it. How will you serve the world? Every day, I do something that makes people present their best selves to me. You'd probably assume that I'm living my best life. But this was when my search for identity deepened. Who would I be if I said the things that people didn't want to hear? What if I defied their expectations of me? We are all after a sense of peace that lies somewhere beyond personality, beyond the perception of others, even beyond effort itself. You can get in the game or fight the wars, but to find real peace, you have to let your armor fall. Allow yourself to be vulnerable without falling prey to the opinions and judgments of others. Sounds easy, right? Well, here's the secret. The opinions of others can't touch you if you believe in who you are, what you know, and what you stand for. This is all you need to know you're living your best life. Yes, it is only human to seek validation from others, but your need for acceptance can make you invisible. Don't let anything stand in the way of the light that shines on you. Risk being seen in all your glory. If you adopt this mentality, life can't possibly happen to you. Life will happen for you. But keep a compass on hand to help you navigate to your true north. Just as important to remember is that your eyes are not only viewers, but also projectors that run a second story over the picture you see in front of you. Fear is writing that script, and the working title is, I'll Never Be Enough. If you listen to your ego, there will always be someone who seems to be doing better than you. No matter what you gain, ego will not let you rest. It will tell you that you cannot stop until you've left an indelible mark on the earth, until you've achieved immortality. How tricky is the ego that it would tempt us with some promise of something we already possess? Remember, you are enough. You are in control. Every moment you spend thinking about what someone else has takes away a moment where you can create what you want for yourself. Just as you have the power to do what you love, you have the strength to lift the weight of someone else's opinion, even if it's your own. So relax and dream up a good life. Your job is not to figure out how it's going to happen for you, but to open the door in your head. There will always be another door opening. Walk through the doors and perceive the challenges as something beneficial so you can deal with them in the most productive way. You are ready and able to do great things in this world. But why not take a chance on faith as well? Not hope, but faith. I don't believe in hope. Hope walks through the fire. Faith leaps over it. You will only ever have two choices, love or fear. Choose love, and don't ever let fear extinguish your fire. If you couldn't tell by now, this is something I get really fired up about. Every day for the last six months, I've intentionally sparked one meaningful conversation with someone outside of my immediate network. If my mental math's right, that means I'm engaging with seven people each week, 
And like clockwork, three or four brought up how they're unhappy in their job or how they lacked a sense of fulfillment from their work, yet they'd show up for a stable paycheck. These feelings of discontent, frustration, and apathy presented themselves early and far too often. But when I asked each person if they saw a path out of their position, I was always met with a fresh excuse or a novel reason of why they can't. These people were surrendering to their ego and were being ruled by their fears. They never once considered that they were lying to themselves. Let's get something straight. If you feel this way in any aspect of your life, you need to stop what you're doing and listen very carefully. Your daily decision making is guided by two voices that you hear inside your head. Now, if there are more than two, you should probably seek a higher order of help or listen to a different podcast. But if you have two, there will be one that is positive and one that is negative. The reason you feel apathetic or unfulfilled is because the negative voice speaks louder than the positive one. The negative voice is that a-hole who tells you that you can't or won't do something. What you're not worthy of or not good enough for and that opportunity is worth fearing. Quiet the negative voice by committing to memory this acronym for fear. Fear stands for false expectations appearing real. Reclaim control and decide which voice in your head gets to be the loudest. You're the one who gets to decide. I'm calling you out right here and right now because you need to own this if you want to move forward. You are in control. Take the first step toward loving what you do by listening carefully for that positive voice in your head. It won't happen overnight, but once you hear it, lock in and make listening to it a daily ritual. This is called practicing positive self-talk or relentless self-belief. When you do this, you'll stop accepting the lies you used to tell yourself and start believing that you can do what you want to do. You should try something new. And you will succeed, even if it means trying more than once. Believe in yourself. Learn to love yourself the way Kanye loves Kanye. Once you've got your head centered on your shoulders, consider what motivates your actions. Are you in it for the paycheck? Why do you do what you do? I've learned that anything worth doing isn't about the short-term motivation, and you've got to get that in perspective. This calls back to when we discussed conservative choices and choosing that practical path out of fear. Don't go choosing to do something practical for the sake of instant gratification or short-term perks. You're holding yourself back if you do what you do just for another like on Instagram or a retweet on Twitter. You have to make your decisions with the long game in mind. Focus on doing what you're great at instead of fixing what you suck at. And yeah, you need to be competent at certain things, but if you give yourself the permission to apply yourself toward what you believe you can do better than anyone else, you will find your fire. Harness it. Because if you do what you love, you'll naturally put in the hours to win. Whether your long game is a 1, 5, 10, or 20-year horizon, you can scale the magnitude of your work based on the immediacy of your ambitions. So be a workhorse when you need to. Put on the blinders and get tunnel vision for what you love to do. This week's final word of advice invokes a twist on the famous mantra of Coyote Peterson from the show Brave Wilderness. So be brave, stay wild, and be unapologetic. When you're fired up about what you do, you can't conform to someone else's mold of what you should be doing. Break their mold 
and forge your own. Regardless of what your thing is, if you've invested in it financially, mentally, physically, or emotionally, you gave yourself permission to follow your fire. So don't apologize to others who live to test you. Be proud of your path and use your fire to burn bright. Committing to do what you love is a challenge, but you have to do it. You have to take that bull by the horns, even if it throws you down into the dirt, even if it makes you bleed, and especially if it looks you dead in your eye and tells you to quit. Something will always oppose your progress. Stand as tall as you can, and then stand even taller. Figure out what you're great at, what you flat out love to do every single day of the week, and acknowledge that that right there is a huge opportunity. Make the conscious choice to practice positive self-talk, find your fire, put in the hours, and be unapologetically committed to what you do. Do this, and no dream will be too big for you to achieve because you are wired to win. Whether you're trying to discover your fire or you've already found it, get in touch with me. I'd love to hear about how this fits into your brand. You can send an email to steven at decisiveleap.com Or you can check out decisiveleap.com to learn more about all the branding and customer experience design services I offer. We hold out until the end of each show to share who inspired each week's ignition point for two reasons. To keep you curious and remind you to focus on the motivation. This week's ignition point was adapted from Jim Carrey's 2014 commencement address at Maharishi University. Before we go, thanks for supporting the show. Ignition Point is all about making a positive impact. So if any of the thoughts we shared resonate with you or you'd like to help us improve, please write a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or join our community on LinkedIn and Twitter by using hashtag IgnitionPoint. If you enjoyed this episode, follow the show wherever you listen to great podcasts to hear our newest episodes when they drop every Monday. Throughout this week, don't limit your challenges. Challenge your limits. Stay motivated and keep moving forward. If you put in the hard work right now, One day, you could be the one motivating the world with your story. I'll be looking forward to speaking with you next time on another Ignition Point. Now get on out there and win the week.